Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back, back to, to the, the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as The Best Times. To all of our first-time listeners, welcome, and of course, to all of our former besties returning. Welcome back. Happy February, everyone. We're officially out of January. We are out of January and now into February. I mean, time is moving. Time is moving. Your baby's almost here. Oh my God. Don't even tell me. We have so many things coming up. It's like, I was saying to my mom, this I think is just preparation for our new lives because the to-do list literally never ends. It's like this entire month, we maybe have like one free night a week because we have classes and like pediatrician meet and greet things. (laughs) To get their autographs. Yeah. To get their autographs. Duh. And yeah, it's just, well, I guess it's, we decided that we would definitely make sure we wanted to take some classes. Like you got to do like a CPR class and stuff, God forbid, just in case. But, um, we wanted, we were like, February is a good time because then March, we're not like, we don't have anything crazy. Yeah. You just get to lay down. Yeah. But, oh my God, like our calendar, I have this like dry erase calendar. Oh, it is. It's like, it's hard to fit everything in, but I guess that that's just, my mom was like, well, that's, that's life. That's what you're getting ready for. Guess we need a bigger calendar. I know it's one of those where, uh, I guess it's, it's not too small, but Put it on the, the registry. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> calendar, the little like squares on it. That's where I run out. And if you know from writing with dry erase markers, sometimes it's oh, hard to write really small. Yeah, smudges. Yeah. But oh, we can't. It's all good stuff. It's just busy, busy, busy. Busy bees for your little bee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. For everyone guessing, her name is not going to start with a B now because we said that. What, Brittany? I could name her Brittany. Brittany Russell. I still just can't get past Reba Renee, Reba Renee Russell. Mm -hmm. Or did we talk about this last week, how Britney Spears changed her name to River Rose? We did. Yeah. We thought that that's right. We thought that was a good option. Yeah. Reba Renee that, that has been, I think that's, that's definitely David's top. It really just rolls off the tongue. Triple R. And everybody, guys, you know how much we love Reba here. My only problem is I can't imagine holding a little baby being like, Hey, Reba. I know. I, it's like some, so there is, I feel like there's people that actually love that kind of stuff. Like there's people Mm. that love to name their babies, like quote unquote, like older names, like George, like a little, little baby named George. Uh I don't know. Doesn't always add up, but there's a whole, there's a whole group of people that love that. Or some people do that with dogs. Like they'll name their dog. Like Fred, oh, like or like Clark. really like an yeah, like a really adult or like Bob or something. That is funny. <laughs> like it is funny, but I agree with you. It's like, can you look at? But I guess then there's people that are like, yeah, but if it's her name, it's her name. No one's gonna think anything of it. I mean, what if she gets here and you're whatever name you chose? You're like, oh no. I know. Doesn't well, that's why. That's why I think from and people have 
given this advice to. You go into delivery, you, you birth the child, mm-hmm. and then you take a little look at them and you're like, okay. Yeah, take about five years to decide. Mm-hmm. Because have you ever like seen people that you've never met before and you like wonder, you like have a guess what their name might be or you meet them, they say their name and you're like, and you're oh, like, oh, you, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like, oh, you look like this or you yeah. don't look like this. So I don't know. But sometimes I just talk to her. I'll like say a name out loud and I'll like think, oh, if she just like kicks me right now, then that's the one. What about like, what if we did go like a Grey's Anatomy route and name her mm-hmm. either like Meredith or mm-hmm. Addison or mm-hmm. Amelia? We name her Grey Sloan Memorial. <laughs> Grey Slo- Sloan Memorial Wrestling. Grey Sloan. I mean, if there's one name that rolls off the tongue, it's little Grey Sloan Memorial. <laughs> Is hospital part of the name or is it just oh, memorial? Oh, sure. No, maybe let's, 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 oh, the memorial. And then okay, I guess like it would just be shortened to Gray Russell. Mm-hmm. Gray's kind of, a, I know someone whose daughter's name is Gray. I mean, let's not, let's not rule anything out. No, we're not ruling anything out. I mean, we could, it could be little Grace Jr. for all we know. Just, just oh, my name. That'd Can be you cute. Can you imagine? <laughs> What'd you name her? Oh, it's oh, Grace. Grace. No, no, no. Not no. even Junior, just Grace. Just Grace. Oh, but then like, we could call her GJ. GJ. Oh, Grace Junior. Like, yeah. Like DJ, but GJ. GJ just doesn't quite roll off the tongue like GJ. DJ. Oh, it's GJ Russell. <laughs> it's gonna that that I've never heard of that initial. Okay, well, we have to think of it name. this way. When she's on stage because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. duh duh when they announce her on stage how does it sound mm-hmm. like up next in the beauty pageant mm-hmm. gj russell <laughs> it's not bad it's not terrible it's really not terrible this keeps happening to us though david and i will say some name more and we're like oh that's actually not bad no. <laughs> it's like, how do you pick i can't wait to put her in beauty pageants when she oh my god still a baby Oh my God. Well, our friend Kaylee was telling us about, at least, I don't know, you probably know of her. There's that girl on TikTok who does like the name prediction. Yes. Apparently she's pretty accurate most of the time. I don't, I can't remember what her, like her handle handle. is. I know. But Kaylee talked about her before. Yeah. I, I looked at her TikTok and I think she like, it seems like it's like a paid for service and she I think she kind of just like looks through your profile and gets like a vibe for you but I don't know apparently she she kind of is pretty spot on which how do you do that I mean we can't even do it with our own child no how do you do it for other people maybe it's easier to do it for other children because you're not going to have to like see them ever that's true that is true I mean, what if we did it and she was like, oh, Reba Renee. <laughs> if, if, if you book her and she says Reba Renee, I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Up next to the stage doing her talent, Reba Renee Russell. I loved doing her talent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to see what her talent's going to be. I think everything. I think she's going to come out with a song, obviously. Yeah, she'll be a really great singer. End the song with a dramatic reading. Oh, has that ever been done? You heard it here first, Reba Renee. The dramatic reading? (laughs) 
ever fall into that? Like being the dramatic, a dramatic reader. I mean, and she only does it to Reba songs. A single mom <laughs> who works too who works hard two jo- <laughs> for two jobs in a row. <laughs> who loves her kids, but <laughs> she never stops. I mean, it's actually it. It's not bad. It's not bad, Reba. <laughs> Listen, we're not trying to put expectations on an unborn child, but we have the life. We have her life planned from start to finish. Basically. Sun up to sundown, we're ready for it. We know what she's gonna do, her career, her talent. What she's gonna wear every day. Yeah, she's set. If anyone has any name suggestions, feel free to oh my god to please grace. I love hearing name suggestions. Whenever people ask me if I have a name, I'm like, we have like some ideas, but not, we haven't found like the ones. So tell me like, cause it's fun to look up name lists, but then they get a little repetitive. I bet. Mm-hmm. Like the top, time. the top 10 is the top 10 everywhere. It's like Olivia and it's like, it's not bad. no, no offense. This isn't any offense at all. all n- names are nice, but sometimes you want it to have a meaning. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. Oh, what about Hermione? Oh my God, Hermione Russell. <laughs> Hermione, I, I people do name their kid their like kids Hermione. I mean, we could Harry go. Potter. We could go with like you know like like a pop star that we liked growing up, like Hillary Russell. Uh, always. Um. There's never a- anything wrong. Avril Russell. No, that one doesn't roll <laughs> off the tongue as well. No. Mandy. Avril. Mandy Russell. Oh, it's her, her real name is Mandy, right? No, her name is something I guess else. So. Is it Amanda? I think she, is she, doesn't she have like a different first name? Is she a fraud? <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, Why you probably heard think? it somewhere. You heard it here second. Oh no, I'm wrong. It's Amanda. Oh, Lee. Oh. I like her middle name. Amanda Lee Moore. Reba Lee Moore? <laughs> Reba Lee Russell. <laughs> oh. Okay. The next episode. Because we will move on from this, you guys. But next, I think our next episode, we should go down a list of 90s celebrity names and pick our favorite for Gravita. Gravita. Okay. I'm down for it. I'm so down for it. Yeah, it's Amanda Lee. Why did I think she was someone that had like a completely different first name? I don't know, but Amanda Lee is very nice. It's really nice. Why did why it's Mandy? So sweet. So, why Mandy? I mean, I'm guessing someone in Hollywood. Did someone in Hollywood tell her... You need to be Mandy. I'm sure they did. That's you know so what? Hollywood. Amanda at the time was a really common name. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really, there's not many Amandas these days. I'm sorry to jump right into the news. Oh, but no, one go thing ahead. We, go ahead. One thing we didn't mention last week is that Amanda Bynes is attending a convention in March. Her first public appearance in, I mean. So long. Years. Yeah, I mean, besides, well, no, she took a, cl- a class. She took classes and then she like didn't work at a nail salon, but she was going to learn how to do nails. But that's not really yeah. a public appearance, but that's a chance you could have seen her in public. But now it's like an actual appearance appearance. Like it said that she'll be like signing autographs, meeting fans, and then doing a panel with other all that cast members. The pan- oh, my God. I wish we could go to that so I'm bad. I'm so mad. It's the same weekend as Taylor Swift. Like, what What are we to do? Why would they do that, first I get, Like, of all? why? I mean, this is the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I 
having to choose between Taylor Swift and Amanda Bynes. This is like our worst nightmare. We never, ever, ever thought we'd have to choose. Plus, you'll be like two weeks out from giving birth. We can still fly to Connecticut, though. Oh, absolutely. Listen, absolutely. My real question, though, is the audacity of this convention to put it on the same weekend as Taylor Swift. I mean. They had to know. They have to move it. Oh, yeah, they'll move it. Okay, we will email them and we'll say, Mm -hmm. one, this is the same weekend as Taylor Swift. Two, I will be two weeks post-birth. So we just, we need it extended like You'll be pre-birth. So really, this could work out in our favor because we'll go there. Mm-hmm. You'll go into labor mm-hmm. at the all that um, panel, mm-hmm. and then the Amanda cast. will ride with mm-hmm. you to the mm-hmm. hospital, and the then cast we could... will rush down from the stage and be uh-huh. like, "Oh my God, she's giving birth!" And uh-huh. then you and I are like selfies, you know, while it's happening. Like, oh, my oh God. I mean, yeah. yeah. Will you sign this? Yeah. <laughs> will you sign this? Yeah. And then, yes, Amanda is like, "Oh my God, I I'm coming with you," and then she comes in the ambulance with us. Mm-hmm. dramatic exit it probably makes like a headline or two and At then least. she's with us in the delivery room and then i pull out the mics because mm-hmm. i mean i hear labor last can last hours so we might as well get oh a couple podcasts out <laughs> honestly uh, i don't want to be sitting there bored can you imagine we're just like hey welcome to back to the <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean it might be our best episode yet Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Another, what did I just say? Let me start that again. Going along with the baby talk, Mm -hmm. Megan Trainer announced that she's having another baby. She teased it last week and made it very obvious that that's what the announcement was going to be. Yeah, because they have one, they have one child right now, right? They have one. And she has said in like every interview she's done that she wants like at least five kids. I love that for her. Her and mm-hmm. Junie seem so happy. He's always just going to be Junie. Junie Cortez from Junie. Kids, of course. <laughs> it's always shocking when you remember that he's married to Megan Trainer. Uh huh. It's just random. But love I just is love, love in the TikToks whenever like Chris Olsen will go over there and be like <laughs> Megan Trainer, Spike it. <laughs> it's. I mean, he's Junie. <sighs> Do you think that they'll name their kid David or Grace? Probably Graven. <laughs> they, they take our couple names. We're, we're starting a revolution, Wait. a grave, a revolution, a revolution. So I have to, since you said, you know, grave it, obviously my friend, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. If you're listening, hey, Jenny. She, she listens. Thanks for tuning in, Jen. <laughs> she texted me. She, she works in the medical field. She works. She's, she's amazing. She said that. Okay, wait. I hope whatever you're about to do is breaking HIPAA. (laughs) Oh, God. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, wait. She said that she was dying at our last. Okay, she said that also she was dying at um, our singing when we sang from the part from Raise Your Voice. Because it was so good. Because it was so good. Then she said, you guys know that Gravita is a term to describe how many pregnancies someone has had. It's a nursing word (laughs) to which I said, hmm, (laughs) we did not know. (laughs) No, I think that we should go with that. We did wait a nursing. What does that mean? A nursing term? I think she was just saying like nurse talk. Like that's how she knows that. 
But if you Google it, gravita means, David, it literally means a pregnant woman. Is that not wild? Gravita, medical term, a pregnant woman. Is plural. that not? Is that <laughs> oh, not wait, crazy? plural gravitas or gravidae? The meaning of gravita is a pregnant woman. And I am a pregnant woman, and we've been talking about calling her Gravita. I mean, I should have opened it's, the episode with this. It's written in the stars. I, I, I'm flabbergasted. I still don't know what to say. Oh, it's going to be fun because then whenever you name her, you can just circle it on the chart if it's going to be on your chart. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to tell every single nurse that I come in contact with and be like, did you know that we almost named her Gravita? And I know what that is. What is para gravita? Oh, see. Para is the number of times a patient has given birth. Okay. Like, guys, we, if you're new here, gravita is just, so David and I, our names together, David and Grace, it's Gravid. Yeah. I'm having a girl. So we've been calling her gravita. And apparently that translates to a pregnant woman. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Thanks for that though, Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) and we have a real treat for you today Mm -hmm. every once in a while we like to do what we call the best of back to the best it's exactly what it sounds like the best of back to the best best. (laughs) (laughs) we take some of our favorite interviews and we re-release them so that way if you've heard it before you get to hear it again if Mm -hmm. you've never heard it you get to hear it It's a win-win. Everybody wins. And you've probably seen from the title, unless we just really throw a curveball and call it something like, I don't know, maybe we'll just call it like Gravita, semicolon, a pregnant woman. Pregnant woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Really just throw the people off. Mm -hmm. We have our interview for you guys today with not one, but two actresses, the stars of Double Teamed. You guys, just wait till you listen to it. I think this is one where you can hear our excitement Mm -hmm. through the headphones, you know, through whatever you're listening to it on. It was our first reunion episode. We reunited Poppy Monroe and Anna McElwain. And we had no idea until we were live on the air, if you will, that they had not connected since for like years. Yeah, for years. Until they were on with us and David you're sitting there like what do we how the heck did we make this happen and this episode was picked up by e-news and shared across the world across (laughs) the world this week we will maybe we can find some like screen grabs from that time and we'll reshare it so anybody can see it but it was very exciting for us it was an exciting episode on its own we could not believe that we made a reunion happen and then people seem to enjoy it. So we thought this would be a great one to reshare for you guys. And like David said, if you're new here and haven't listened, check it out. Because if you're a DCOM fan like us, you're going uh, to love this episode. I mean, do we just get into it? Let's get into it. Here they are, Annie McElwain and Poppy Monroe, the stars of Double Teamed on Disney Channel. Well, hello. Hi. Hi. When's the last time you guys have seen each other? A long time. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
It's been a long time. But it's so nice to see you now. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I can't tell you when the last time it was. I mean, I still lived in California. So that's when did you move to Texas? I moved to Texas five years ago and I moved to Oakland a year before that. So it's been six years plus since wow. I've been from LA. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, it's crazy. You just look like a more mature version of you, but still as <laughs> lovely as ever. Mature in a in a good way, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we did this thing, you were a babe. So um, you, you have, I mean, a baby babe, like you were a young, ch- a young chilling lady on your way. So now you're just a full on grown up version. I was a teenager. <laughs> we were wondering that, like how old, because you know how sometimes in, a mo- you guys were in high school in the movie, yeah. but sometimes it doesn't necessarily correlate to real life. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, I think it's more difficult when you're dealing, especially with kids in the film industry, because you have so many more rules around how long they can work, school being on set. Um, so I think that is one of the reasons or the main drivers why you hire adults to play mm-hmm. young people. Mm-hmm. And our, I don't think for Double Team that was actually the case. I think they just couldn't find the right mix, whether it was uh, athletes or actresses or both. They were just hunting for um two people that could pull off twins the casting is so perfect for it you guys looked (laughs) exactly like twin sisters in the movie (laughs) do you know which one of you two got casted first you know i it's been a long time but i feel like there were maybe three of us in the running for a long time Mm. um and i feel like when poppy and i compared stories they told me that I was cast and they told Poppy that they were, she was cast, but it was at different timelines. I don't know. So it was kind of between those, the last three of us for a long time. And then I don't, yeah, I guess our chemistry just worked. Yeah. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Was there a chemistry read? Cause most productions have that, but especially if there's two people that are not twins coming to play twins, I feel like there would have to be a chemistry read. To have that go. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, there was not a chemistry read. There was really? A, um, there was a Disney is desperate read, and we had <laughs> we have three blondes, and who looks the most like whom? And I think the other person that was in the running was probably told that they were cast too. And probably, just, yeah. I think actually she was really good at basketball. <laughs> she was really good at basketball. We were not um, good. Yeah, at you weren't. <laughs> Uh, and leave it to Barstool Sports to just remind me on the uh, occasion. I was going to uh, ask if you saw their viral TikTok. I think it was last year or the year before that about that. It's like the so worst good. Thing ever. So yeah. funny. <laughs> so, you know, Annie and I were both athletes in different arenas that came mm. in to do this, right? But neither of us had basketball. And shockingly, the things that we enjoyed the most lined up with the way the sisters played. So Annie was very good at ball handling. She she just had a natural sort of ability to, to make it seem like she was comfortable with the ball. And I was terrified of the ball. I just, you could put me in the middle of sort of the court and run into me, but don't, just don't make me do anything with the damn ball. <laughs> Which it was bad. But I will say when it came to anything regarding basketball, they had a coach on on sort of everything we did, trying to make sure it was correct. So whenever we're given um, any sort of pushback or a little bit of shite about things like, you know, my my traveling skills, which are apparently <laughs> awesome, um, we didn't. I mean, we didn't know, and we had an expert that was being paid to make sure we did things correctly. So you know, the longest travel of all time. That's how put down it is. <laughs> we also had stand-ins, so 
<laughs> oh, did you? Doubles, rather. Who probably were they basketball players? Yes, they. I think they were actually professional basketball players, um, and they were phenomenal. And it's pretty humorous, actually, because people who were, you know, knew Poppy and I would watching the movie would see the from take to take of like us in the court versus the professional basketballs in the court is pretty striking. It's oh, very no. different. Well, you know, it's funny. We both watched the movie last night just so it's fresh in our brain. And I never noticed that once. No, <laughs> I, I really didn't. didn't. That. No. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys are professionals in our eyes. <laughs> you had a short-lived run at professionalism. It was great. I promise yeah. you we are not. <laughs> Would you guys have to do like actual basketball practice like outside of filming then? Annie? <laughs> It was actually Poppy's favorite part, I think, of the whole uh, movie was yeah. the training that we had to do beforehand. Um, yes, I don't remember how long it was for, a month or two before we started filming. We, it was a two months. We um, got up very early in the morning and I, I can't remember why it had to be so early. I think it was before the team came into practice. The, the real team. It was at USC, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And we got coached by the, the coach over at USC every morning for a couple hours for months at, I don't know, five, six in the morning. Yeah, it was pretty rough. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, I'm not, I mean, I think, I don't know if it helped. <laughs> it helped us look more like we were comfortable with the ball um, and with the game, but I'm not sure it really actually helped. And I'm not sure we could be helped. <laughs> yeah. Well, five, six in the morning, I can't do most things at five, five in the morning, like five, six in the morning in college might as well be the night before. That's so true. <laughs> true. true. I, you know, and the other thing too, is I don't, I, I think they were just trying to make us comfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. There was a great moment in our two month training where it was just me and Annie and the coach for a long time. And then one day they opened the door and out came the actual USC women's basketball players had agreed to sort of haze us a little bit and show us how good we were not. Um, <laughs> that was a great. Poppy and I probably thought we were doing really well at that point. <laughs> I think I'm getting it. It's get, it's going good. And then those women walked out the the door, and I just the sheer terror within my heart. I was like, Oh god! Oh no! <laughs> They're going to see They're us. Also very very tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. While we are not as tall as they are, they were, uh, and also very strong in a way that, you know, we were both in the film industry and Annie was in college and, you know, we were eating a lot of egg whites. We weren't necessarily built for um, showing up in an athletic way to the way that those women were. And when they came out, I, I've never had as much respect for basketball after one go around and I've never been so bruised. So it was great. <laughs> Speaking of the height thing. So is it true? We were like looking up, we always like to see if IMDB facts are accurate or not. And it was saying that they would like put things in your shoes to make you look taller on the set. Is that true? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> we definitely wore lifted sneakers uh, pretty much the whole time we shot, which was funny because I think you actually, if you look closely, they are in a lot of the shots. You can see like I, you know, like when wedge sneakers became popular again, like yeah. that. Yeah. That's kind of what we were wearing in you know 2000 when we filmed it, or 2001 when we filmed it. Uh, 2000. 2000. Yeah, yeah. Cause I got married in 01. So 2000. Yeah. So, and they also, I mean, I think there was one scene where I just straight up walked on a bunch of Apple boxes, which are like on a studio, they're little wooden boxes that are 
I mean, at full height are probably eight inches and they just like set a pathway out for me to walk on just apple boxes towering above all the other kids. Because are you guys actually the same height? Just about, yeah. Just about. We're both right around five Relatively close. Yeah. It was odd how close we were on a lot of things. I got to be honest. It was for me very odd. I was like, wow. Did you guys like spend a lot of time off the set together? So that way you always had the chemistry of being sisters. I think we had to. I mean, we hung out with each other a lot that whole time filming. We were in, we filmed in Utah and in um, Salt Lake City. And there wasn't a ton to do outside of filming. So <laughs> Poppy and I hung out a lot. Yeah, I remember. I mean, we, it was a we, really went, in, we went into Park City one time just for fun on a, on yeah. a weekend off. It was a tight set. Look, I, I will say one of the things Disney's known for is being very um, thrifty, right? Mm-hmm. They're delivering a lot of content. They're trying to do it in a way that is going to deliver a good bottom line for the executives as well as the company itself. And they're also creating a platform for a lot of young people coming up, right? So it's a perfect marriage for keeping a set really lean, um, not necessarily being known for paying everyone really well and giving a platform for emerging talent. And so when you were on a set in Salt Lake City, sequestered with none of your friends and family around, like any set, um, you get close, but in a place like Salt Lake, there is nothing to do. And at and that point- shut down early. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Very, very early town. <laughs> it's quiet, if you, if you would say that, right? But um, yeah, it just, it, it made it a very insular, very tight group. So it was fun though. <laughs> yeah. And just to backtrack a little bit, did you both always want to get into the industry? When you were kids, did you want to act? Or how did you get started in acting? Annie, you go first. You know, it was a very, very long time ago. I... <laughs> I got my first guest star role when I was 14. Um, and I think at the time I was in eighth grade and I had a good girlfriend who was doing well in the acting world. And I thought it sounded like fun. I mean, I would help her practice some of her auditions, uh, lines. And I remember thinking I wanted to try it. I was also a, a terribly shy kid. So I think somehow I knew that it would be good for me. <laughs> And it was. So, I mean, that's that's kind of a, I don't know if that is exactly how I, I don't know. I don't think I ever dreamed of becoming an actor. I think it was more of a, um, something I felt like I needed to do at the time. Yeah. My ripe old age of 14. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Poppy? You know, similar story in some ways. I, um, I moved from New Mexico to California right before like junior high school corridor and Somebody was a friend of mine who was a model. And the next thing I knew, I was auditioning for um, jobs to model. And then I had an agent and, you know, nobody in New Mexico that I knew of had a career in the entertainment field. But by the time I was probably around 18, 19, it became pretty clear that I was good at at not being shy (laughs) Um, and getting in and sort of, and for model calls, it's really different than actors, right? Models are usually used to being looked at and they don't speak necessarily as much. They don't have that as part of their training. So if you were a model and you could talk, you were sent into commercials and that just sort of parlayed into acting. And by the time I was in my early twenties, that's, that's really all I focused on. It was a big decision at that point. I had an agent in New York and an agent in LA and that sounds so bougie, but they were just, (laughs) 
that were helping me get jobs. But um, the debate was, are you going to act or are you going to model? So if you're going to model, you're moving to New York full time. But if you're going to act, you need to stay in L.A. And uh, decision to stay. And it was weird because all of the stuff that happened right around double teamed happened after that decision had been made. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then and Poppy. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and like Annie, it was really good for me. You know, it was a good confidence booster. It helped me, um, I think, get more comfortable in every way as I was growing into a young person. So it's good. Oh, that's great. Acting is yeah. a bit like therapy. It's mm, yeah, you really get to know yourself. So it's great for anybody. I think even just acting classes, not necessarily the business of acting. I, I agree. And I will say this, the best directors have, have, have taken acting classes. Mm-hmm. Like the best directors I've ever worked with have done the work to figure out what makes actors tick so that they are better at parlaying information because mm-hmm. um, now that being said, it's not like Scorsese and I are hanging out, but um, <laughs> in my, in he's in my, the other room. <laughs> he's about to come into the interview. <laughs> like a fifth window comes up. <laughs> he's like, girl, I've been waiting for you. Like, <laughs> big comeback, big sequel. <laughs> I know. I wish that you guys could do like a sequel now that Disney reboots everything. Everything. I mean, a sequel of what? Like, yeah, I know that would be a little more. A four-year-old to school, like that's not very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) You guys both, both of your daughters join a basketball team. I don't know what would they even do. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think both of the both of the girls did have a family, so that could be. But you might be onto something, Grace. (laughs) All right, we'll pitch it. (laughs) <laughs> we'll pitch it. <laughs> you know, it can work. <laughs> Did you guys do it. much research into the original girls when you were prepping for the movie? Go ahead, Pop. <laughs> um, you know what I actually did, and I know that Annie did a bit too, but I can only speak for me. I um I went out and I found Heather and we communicated a lot, mostly by email. Um she was at that point living in Spain. And uh, side note is apparently an amazing Spanish teacher. But um, oh. yeah, but we were given access to videos of them in high school when they were playing and just sort of a timeline information collectively. And then I just, I really wanted to understand, you know, the thinking of somebody in a, a the beginning of something like the WNBA. Like, what is that like when you're part of the creation of something? Yeah. Um, but her responses were really honest. And some of them were, I don't know. I was a teenager. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. She was just putting one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes very badly because they were so tall. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, were, they were definitely like a little wobbly baby deers out there. The <laughs> very vertical. Not so wide. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, a lovely from everything I found lovely girls. I wonder what they thought of the film. I have no idea. I've never heard yeah. anything that end, but I'd be a fun podcast. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. That's that would what be they thought. The tap dancing scene. Yeah. <laughs> not sure that was true to life. Maybe <laughs> not true to life things going on there, but, um, they would just know. come to you with a lot of notes on the movie. Maybe all these notes <laughs> later. I, I don't, I mean, again, it was, it was 20 years ago and I feel like a lot has happened since then that I've just pushed out some of the memories from back then, but I, I don't remember corresponding a lot with them. I I do remember watching videos. The only thing I remember really standing out was that they were just absolutely lovely women, Uh, Mm. obviously very talented and just very gracious and, and and lovely. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. 
do you guys have any um like standout memories or any like did you have a favorite scene to shoot for the film <laughs> whoever wants to go first pop you look like you're about to say something <laughs> yeah so we we did a scene in um one of one of the stadiums that I should basketball courts we were at but they had filled the audience with a bunch of the Utah Jazz and their kids because it was a Disney film right so the guys for the jazz and their wives and all their kids and so we had all these professional basketball players and all of their kids that were on their way to becoming professional basketball players and us trying to like knock out the shots and one thing I think people don't know about filming this movie is that we didn't have a lot of rest time because everything was pre-lit. So half the time on a film set, when you're waiting to get onto the actual set, mm -hmm. they not only are building it, they're lighting it. These were pre-lit gyms. So you go in, you flick the lights on, you set up your cameras and you go. Um, so there was not a lot of downtime. Annie and I were some really long hours. There were a lot of 20 and 22 hour days in a row. They were just- Wow. I mean, nice. We, <laughs> Yeah, we got we got beat up pretty badly and we did a lot of our own basketballing and then they would insert the second team to do it correctly for editing. But we had to do all of that running as well um, while doing it badly. But I'll never forget, I had to do some sort of sh like shot that was impossible for me to actually land and just the amount of um, the amount of ha like hazing from the audience. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> And the more they were screaming at me, like uh, one guy over there was like, Brick, she's terrible. I was like, oh my God. Oh no. Is <laughs> if that's going to help anything? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the fact too that probably everybody wanted to break for lunch and it all would ride on Poppy or me, like, ha like having to literally make that one free throw shot because of the camera angle or something. Like it couldn't oh. be somebody else doing no. the shot. It had to be us. It was like, take 79. Oh my gosh. I'm like getting stressed thinking about yeah, being in that situation. I'd be like, oh my God, just make it, just make as, it. As someone who's not athletic at all. Yeah. The more stressed you got, they were like, cut, makeup's coming in. She's sweating. Like I was like, ah. yeah. Since you guys filmed at a school, would you have to film a lot then at night whenever the school wasn't being used for anything? You know what? I don't remember actually, because we bounced around from gym to gym. We were different gyms all the time. Um, but as far as the school went, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think remember. So. I don't remember. I, I just <laughs> remember being picked up in a van and not paying attention to where I was oh going. I could have been going anywhere. <laughs> I was going to say that, that starting out sounds really terrifying. Yeah, and that's how Annie got kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, at five in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Got in. <laughs> Oblivious and hopeful that we would get, uh, get through the day no I think the other thing that was very interesting for me was being on a set that was mostly you know Salt Lake City is predominantly Mormon so it was a very Mormon set like all of the the makeup and hair girls everyone that was in the grip truck um I mean we were the ones that flew in the director and, and, a, and a lot of the actors but um I just was blown away that we were doing days back-to-back -back days of 20 hours and the you know, there was no coffee being consumed by anyone that struck me. Oh. No Starbucks runs. <laughs> no, like wow. everybody didn't drink coffee because they they were were adhering mm -hmm. to their beliefs. And the other one was chocolate. Like there was no chocolate. There was, and on a set, chocolate, coffee, these are the things that just kind of keep the engine running. Yeah. And so I was sort of blown away by that. I was like, Annie and I and the director, the only people, because the other thing is all the young girls that were on the teams, they were like 15 year old basketball players. 
So okay. you had young people and Mormon people and then a few people from LA that drank all the coffee. That <laughs> so no coffee. Just so caffeinated. <laughs> yeah, so caffeinated. For sure. Well, at least they had it for you guys. I thought you were going to say it was just nowhere to be found. Oh, no, that would have been terrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> just sleeping on the set. Yeah. Now, were you guys Disney fans growing up before you started working on the movie? I think at first my instinct would be to say not really, but then when I think about it, you know, of course I was, I was, I grew up on all of the Disney classics. I, I love musicals. So I mean, the amount of times I've probably seen Sleeping Beauty before I was <laughs> age 10, you know, is countless. Um, but I think that the Disney channel was something different when I was a kid than what it is now. I think there's a there's, it's, you know, the amount of content is not the same. So I, I think it's sort of a different beast. I, I don't think people categorized and kind of bonded over shows that were on Disney as much as they do now. Yeah. We, I mean, we agree. One of the reasons we do this podcast is we love to look back on the things that we watched growing up and shows and movies. And, you know, so many of our listeners love the DCOMs. They love the Disney channel, original movies. And it's so true. Like you said, it's they don't, maybe they'll, um, they might still make movies. I actually don't know, but they're not the <laughs> same. You know, people would wait for the, they had the like, let's watch a Disney channel movie. Like it was a, it was a whole event when a new decom came I, out. And it wasn't yeah. a thing when, when I was growing up. I, yeah. I mean, I remember yeah. there was one that I really liked named called um, Mr. Boogity. It was like a Halloween special one that my, I watched with my, my, my sister and my dad, and we ended up really liking it. Um, but that's about it. Other than the classic mm. cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. The classic cartoons. will I feel like we'll always kind of stick around. Yeah, for sure. And I got to think the modern cartoons are far superior to the classic ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's the new one that Encanto, like I've watched it like two times already oh since it came God. out on Disney Plus. So it's so it's good. So good. <laughs> the music yeah. is so good. It is so much. I feel like I have had uh, the Bruno song stuck in my head. For yes, I like know. I'm literally at night in my bed being like, you don't know. The Bruno. <laughs> like it's, it's very catchy. If you haven't seen it, Poppy. I have not yeah. seen it. You need well, to see it. You got to get on it, Poppy. <laughs> I got to get on it, man. It's well, really I, good. It's, and I think Lin-Manuel wrote the, yeah. the songs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, all the new ones. I mean, Ray and the Last Dragon is fantastic. Oh, that was a great so, one too. Ray and the Last Dragon. Um, I mean, Luca, they're fantastic. Yeah. And I feel like you can definitely see the impact that like double teamed and the DCOMs made with the 20th anniversary. People were, it was just completely reborn. There was memes all over, like a bunch of the nostalgic pages we follow were posting about it. So clearly those left a mark in people's lives. Yeah. Was it crazy to look back on everything when it was the 20th anniversary? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I did not know that it was the 20th anniversary <laughs> until I started getting tagged in a bunch That's of fair. And, and, That's and fair. posts. Um, and then, yeah. And then obviously thinking about it, I, it is a lot to look back on. I think, you know, initially I maybe was a bit overwhelmed when it first came out and I was a sophomore at UCLA and I didn't really know what to make of it. Um, and I didn't think it was going to be so popular with kids or as popular as it was. Um, mm-hmm. But looking back now, I think I'm really proud that I was involved in that movie. I mean, it. If, Disney was definitely ahead of its time. I mean, it was a movie, 
that came out in 2001 about with two female leads playing sports. I mean, that is so evident. It, it, it passes the, the, what's it called? The Bechdel test, like in flying colors, which yeah. for that time was, you know, not many movies did, especially not Disney movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I don't know about pop. I think Poppy probably got this a lot too, but when it first came out, I and mean, even today, occasionally, if somebody, you know, sees me, um, you know, people will say that they played basketball because of that movie. And that's huge. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. I, um, there should be more movies about girls playing sports or doing all, you know, women doing all types of things. And, and I, I didn't realize that it would inspire so many people to play basketball. So I'm really proud of that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You feel the same way, Poppy? Yeah. And I think, you know, that moment of Disney was really special. Like right after we wrapped on filming, they filmed a tiny little movie called High School Musical. And and that sort of blew the doors off of the idea that something based around kids was going to be small. Um, I don't know if you remember this one, Annie. I remember going to the mall with you after we had come back from filming and I don't know what we were doing. It'd been a while and the movie had not dropped yet. And walking into the mall, they were getting ready for the release. And this was when the releases were still big enough that our faces were plastered everywhere, like the size wow. of the movie. And we didn't know, like no one had prepared either one of us for that. We went, it's like, I call it my five minutes of fame. It's hilarious, but, um, <laughs> but like, you, you know, all of a sudden we're just walking through the mall and everywhere we look, there we are from the parking garage all the way out. I remember calling my agent and being like, oh my God, nobody really was aware that the Disney machine was like that. Mm-hmm. And that it was building um, what would become, uh, I think, a, a stable a stable moment in, in turning from just Sunday morning or Saturday morning cartoons into content-driven, um, interesting ideas behind um, what teens and kids are looking at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, was, it really was. What did they come out? I wonder, I forget what night the DCOMs premiered, but you would wait for them when they had a new preview. It was so exciting when a new Disney Channel movie was coming out. It really was a machine and they all seemed to stick with people and do really well. How often did they come out? Yeah, that's a good question. We were too old. I, 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 <laughs> I, was like, I know I didn't watch it. I didn't know. I feel like like back then it was sometimes it would be like once a month, but I just remember. Oh, yeah once they would premiere, it would be like Disney would just keep replaying them over and over. So yes. our that parents- is the key of the formula, I think, is that they played it so often. And this is obviously before you could stream things. So mm-hmm. now, I mean, yeah, my daughter watches Encanto eight times in a row, but yeah. before you couldn't do that. So you, mm-hmm. you just watched what was on TV. I mean, kids have yeah. to do anymore. And I had to, wait. <laughs> yeah. I had to wait for it to come back on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. so you even didn't want to miss it. I will tell you this too. Annie said something that's pretty specific for us, I think, is that even today, if they start playing double teamed a lot, I start to get recognized again. It's the most bizarre thing ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll go through huge periods where it just sort of goes away. And then Mm -hmm. when, when the um, streaming service was launched, all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, Um, in my other job, I'm now being reminded of the previous job. Yeah. Yeah. Those residual checks went up to like a dollar sixty a year, hey. thirty cents a year. <laughs> Thanks streaming. Thanks Take Disney it. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I will say, I mean, I know like whenever Disney Plus came out, that was my thing I was most excited for was to go back and rewatch all the DCOMs like Double Teamed and Xenon and Frank and yeah. all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. A, I don't, I mean, I, it'll be interesting to see what the next iteration is with streaming services and also with where we are socially. Things are changing so much. The normative is becoming um, a new conversation, which is probably long in the making um, for how teens are represented and what their experience in growing up today looks like. Yeah. Um, but I, with the money behind what they have created, it's exciting times, I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Any has your daughter. They're even getting better and better as well. I got to get on board. What'd oh, you say? Poppy, they're you so have good. to they're so see it for adults to watch. <laughs> I said, I mean, from what I'm hearing about the cartoons, David, it's like, oh. I better get on board. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> the animation is. They've really hit a new the level. The animation is unreal. It's amazing. It is, I mean, I could watch the scene in Frozen 2 where she like jumps into the ocean oh. over and over and over again. I mean, she battles a horse made out of water in the ocean. It's fantastic. <laughs> it, it is, is so, so good. Wildly unfathomable, that, that animation. And Encanto is the same way. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. now I'm kind of a Disney fan. <laughs> yeah, I think we've come around. We will like we can re-ask the question if you want and cut the beginning out and you can be like I'm the biggest. Yeah, when you when you listen back. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I didn't really well, even when we had, you know, when we first started filming double teamed, it wasn't first off, it wasn't called double teamed. No, it was oh. not. It was, was called, it called? And we didn't know it until it came out that they had changed the title. The title was just the Heidi and Heather, Heidi and Heather story. Merge story. Oh, right? okay. oh. And I think it was supposed to be a lifetime movie. It was. Oh, oh wow. That's what they told me. And so then all of a sudden when it premiered and it was on Disney and they changed the name. Yeah. <laughs> we were all very surprised. Yeah. Did you That's almost great. like you just didn't even realize that was your movie? You're like, oh, what's this new movie double teamed? <laughs> no idea. Never heard of that movie. Why did they make that the name? That's the worst name ever. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're a sophomore in college. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Do you guys remember watching it? Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember watching it for the first time? Mm-hmm. Did, yeah, like, your yeah. whole family and everything do anything whenever it Yeah. I had a bunch of friends over, and we made some food and watched it, and I shrank in the corner. And I was going to say, how was that? Did you like watching yourself or no? <laughs> it's hard to watch yourself I think um for me at least I, I don't love it but you gotta rip the band-aid off and just see what it looks like yeah. yeah I had one of my college friends actually surprise me with like with a premiere party oh I want to say there might have been some red fabric on the floor um mm-hmm. and a bunch of people watched it and decided I think to start making up drinking games while it was going on like anytime oh, right. the twins talked in unison Everybody had to drink and each time, you know, college kids. Yeah, that's fun. That's perfect, though. <laughs> it might be fun to play now. <laughs> that's true. And a lot of like the old movies like that I was gonna are say, yeah. so great for drinking games now. And they've yeah. made them. You can probably Google it and find a drinking game. It's probably no, out there. I think Grace, <laughs> Grace and I did one to the Liz McGuire movie one day and never again. Terrible idea. <laughs> Terrible idea. We will not do it again. We will never. <laughs> until next weekend. Until, until yeah, until like yes. tonight. But until we really feel like doing it. 
Yeah. I think if there's going to be a drinking game around this one, there should be some sort of sporting that has to happen whilst drinking, right? Like, oh, yeah. Have a cup or something. You got to uh-huh. get your... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. We're gonna yeah, that's we're gonna come idea. up with some rules and we'll make a post. Can you do yeah? Put something in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See ideas. attachment for drinking game rules. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> on it. There it doesn't there. have to be drinking game either. It's it can be just a good just old like, fashioned fun game. Just a yeah. game. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> kind of game. And then I also wanted to ask because we also love uh, Mackenzie Phillips, who played your mom in the movie. Was she great to work with? We love Mackenzie. Yeah. Oh, like. I actually went to see her in a play like a, a year after she did um she did a run in LA in the vagina monologues mm. and um, she was phenomenal in that show. Uh, and we kept in touch for a little while and then just life takes yeah. you just a stellar woman and a really lovely um, person to have on this set. Both her and Nick who played our dad were awesome. So mm. kind. Yeah. I can't ask for kinder cast members honestly yeah oh, that's, that's awesome. Awesome. And Nick, i mean nick is hilarious he's so funny yeah <laughs> brought the humor to the set for sure okay yeah. you need that mm-hmm. yeah stop himself really um and just both such seasoned actors i mean their resumes are incredible both of them he's got one of those resumes when you look him up you're like oh he's been in everything yeah um and just lovely people hard working great work ethic for everyone on the set it's good Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we don't want to take up too much more of your time because we're already like going on like 40 minutes. Sorry. I know we know you have to get your daughter. Yes. We know you have to get your daughter. She's um, fine. <laughs> she stays at school. I'm actually sitting in her bedroom right now because it happens to be the quietest place in my house. Oh, nice. Oh, well, then she's here in spirit. She's a part of it. There's like, I was like is there a rainbow on my face right now? Um, but is there anything you guys are both up to now? Anything you want to share or talk about? <laughs> sure. Uh, I sort of phased out acting um, in my early 20s and am now uh, mostly do photography. So I shoot small brand commercial photography and I did I shot a lot of weddings over the past years. Um, and I think it's been a really good fit for me. Um, it's very enjoyable. And yeah, I mean, the fact that all of us survived the last three years is know. a feat. Um, yeah. the fact that anyone has produced anything of, yeah. you know, in the last three years, I'm, you know, impresses me. So mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, and similarly to Annie, I, um, I phased out my mid thirties, um, sort of unintentional, but there was a massive crash in the, uh, economy in California. And I think it impacted the coast really heavily compared to the center where I live now, they don't seem to notice when things like that happen, which is bizarre, but is the, it's the Houston truth. I think they've got so many industries that are supporting what's happening here versus where we were living or where you guys live now, which is heavily based in entertainment. But um, I got involved in wine by accident and, um, you know, and desperation, quite honestly, like I need a job and I did that. I was like, what am I skilled for? Like, I, well, I can talk really well. (laughs) some days. Um, so yeah, and it's turned into this lovely sort of second chapter in the career book and, um, and who would have thought, but I will say, you know, I try to find jobs where you get free food. So we had craft yeah. That's the kind of job to get. And now yeah. I have, you know, I take people out to dinner for work. So that you know, this free food thing is a big driver for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Annie, you hope, hopefully get free food. If you do a wedding. <laughs> yes. I 
usually do. Yes. <laughs> if you have time to eat it, that's a whole other. Whole other oh, that's story. probably yeah. so true. That's so true. My gosh. And then do you guys have like, um, like any social media that you want to promote, like for your photography or anything like that? Sure. My, uh, my Instagram handle is just my name, Annie McElwain. And yeah, you know, I will say I haven't posted a lot in, during the pandemic for a whole variety of reasons. Um, but I'm looking to, to, to step up in the, in the, in the social game, hopefully it's, soon. It's not going anywhere. Take your time. <laughs> it's always going to be around. <laughs> I don't really miss it when I'm not on it. So yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to be motivated to get back to it. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of all consuming when you're in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. I have, a, I have a real struggle with it. Um, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love podcasts though. Podcasts, I feel like make my world so much better. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that that you guys have one and that people enjoy it because you're adding, you know, bringing joy to people's lives. So that's great. Oh, well, thank it's because you guys come on and talk to us too, that people just really enjoy listening. So we really cannot thank you enough. Yeah, this was fun. Good. Yeah, oh absolutely. my gosh. Our pleasure. You guys care if we... Cheers. <laughs> I know. Does it feel like it's like flown by for both of you? Yeah. I mean, yes and no, right? Like I'd say, because Andy and I stayed pretty closely connected that first five years, I would say. We worked together a little bit on, you know, other things and you know, had some fun times, but then as life goes, I don't know. I feel like it's like the slowest, fastest ride ever. This thing called mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you get busy trying to get busy and then you turn around and you were busy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's so true. You yeah. got to enjoy every day. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm still the same person that I was at 19 to, you know, the core of me is still the same, but um, a lot has happened to develop emotional intelligence, yes. <laughs> um, which, <laughs> you know, and, and just, I guess, grit and resilience and all types of lovely life lessons. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it has flown by, but I don't feel like, I still feel like I'm 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys so much. Thank you both and have a fantastic rest of your day. And Annie. This was wonderful. I'll call you later, Poppy. <laughs> like we'll, we'll leave. You guys can stay. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so girl, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah, I know. It's been ages. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all. you guys again. Have a fantastic day. So who is our next reunion going to be? I mean, I feel like if S Club announces this 25th anniversary, we have to do everything in our power Mm -hmm. to get it. We're already best friends with two of them. Yeah, like two out of seven. We're getting there. Even if we need to go to the show and just like have microphones and just like hold them up to the stage. Yeah. And get I, a little bit, you know, I also think that because so if the rumors are true and they do a European tour this summer, Gravita will be like three months. That's like enough. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that's like the go to concert age, you know, and I think that they'll see the baby and then they're going to be like, oh, she's so cute. Come backstage. <laughs> 
we're in the crowd and we're noticing that they're not noticing us. So you just like Lion King style, like hold her up really high. So and everyone, they- don't worry, we're going to have headphones for Gravita. She's not going to oh, go there's... in. We're not going to damage her hearing. No, there's also nothing cuter than babies in those headphones. I also hear that traveling on a 12 hour flight is at three months old is a breeze. Oh, it's a breeze. I mean, when babies are that young, I've actually heard they're easier to travel with because hopefully they just sleep and she's going to be a great sleeper. Oh, yeah. Because I love to sleep. And we just, we accept nothing else. Gravita. No. I forget, what do we, what do we give her to sleep if she doesn't? <laughs> I think, I think just like the sound, I think she has heard a lot of these podcasts live. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I think the sound of our voices at this point will just soothe her, soothe you know? Her. Yeah. Very some, soothing. some, some babies need, you know, like a fan or mm-hmm. like a white noise machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just needs, she just needs back to the best. <laughs> That's really all she needs and out like a light. If we ever start a Patreon, that will be our bonus content for people. Just episodes to sleep to where we just talk really relaxing. We could do those. Like, okay. Like we really hope that you all enjoyed our double teamed Mm -hmm. reunion. We had so much fun talking to Annie and Poppy. What would the episodes, what would the topics be? Like, would we try to find still just our normal topics? Oh, okay. So just, we just, Just it's kind of like, so it's how like Taylor Swift is re-releasing every Mm -hmm. album. Okay. Like making it a little different. We're going to go back to episode one, re-listen and basically just re-release each episode. Okay. Talking really relaxing. Okay. Not episode one though. Remember episode one in my closet? Back to the best Gravitz version. Oh. That we should re-release that one one of these days. Not that people can't find it, but we were such babies. Oh, the episode's all about babies. No, it's not. The episode is about Annie and Poppy. Did you guys love it? Because I could you not? I love that. I love this episode. It was so great. And just we loved being able to talk to both of them. Mm-hmm. And we hope to do more reunions. We have worked on them. Let me tell you, it's a little, it's challenging to get mm-hmm. people's schedules to align, but we will never give up. We'll never stop. Never stop. We'll always be here. And we're definitely going to be here next week. But before oh, yeah. that, you should follow us on Instagram. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Follow us on the Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. We're pretty much either at BTTP podcast or just search back to the best or You could also go to our website. It's www.bttppodcast.com and everything is there for you. It's like so easy. And if you want to follow Poppy and Annie, they are both on Instagram. Poppy is at Poppy Monroe, P-O-P-P-I-M-O-N-R-O-E. And Annie is at Annie McElwain, A-N-N-I-E-M-C-E-L-W-A-I-N. Follow them and then be here next week where we Mm -hmm. are going to keep taking you back to the best toodaloo that was toodaloo toodles bye bye wait no (laughs) relax 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 oh sorry 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 bye bye (laughs) i don't think we sound relaxed i think no it sounds like we are just struggling okay
Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>